The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Baruch Hashem, unbelievable. Daniel Hagler, Stories to Inspire, Hazak Baruch, and hitting 2,000 stories, clipping and sharing, Shi'urim, stories to inspire B'nai Israel. You should continue going, Mechai Lechai, like Gil Toral Adira, and continue to inspire B'nai Israel, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 stories, and many more, Be'ezat Hashem. And Be'ezat Hashem, B'nai Israel, will be zuchet to continue to go, Mala, Mala, Batorah, Virat Shamayim. I'd like to share with you a story that happened in the times of Rav Levi Yitzhak Mibirdechev, the great Rebbe. In his town, there was a man known as Chatzkil the Smith. When Rav Chatzkil passed away, everyone saw that Rav Levi Yitzhak Mibirdechev is going to the funeral. When they saw that the great Rebbe himself is going, they were confused. They didn't know that Rav Chatzkil was such a great, pious tzaddik that the Rebbe himself is going to go to the funeral. When they saw the Rebbe go, Everybody followed along, and at the funeral, Rav Levi Yitzchak, he wanted to share with everybody an unbelievable story, and they'll realize from that story how great Rav Chatzkil really was. And the way the story goes is that in the town, there was a man that used to be very wealthy. Unfortunately, he went bankrupt, chapter 11. He went broke. He needed to borrow money, but he was embarrassed. So he went to Rav Chatzkil. He tried keeping it on the hush, and he said, Rav Chatzkil, could you please lend me money? Rav Chatzkil said, okay, how much do you need? And he told him how much he needed. And Rav Chatzkil said, I'll give it to you, but we need a co-signer. And the rich man said, I'm embarrassed to have someone co-sign it. I don't want them to know what happened. Can we do without? And they agreed that they're going to have a co-signer. Bore Olam, Hashem is going to be the co-signer. And they signed that in two months, the rich man that was, is going to pay back Rav Chatzkil the money that he borrowed. And in two months, he didn't come back. And Rav Chatzkil didn't take him to Beit Din. He didn't take him to court. He left it. Around a year later, the rich man comes knocking on the door of Rav Chatzkil. And he says, Rav Chatzkil, I have the money. I'm sorry I was delayed. I'm sorry I didn't get it to you earlier, but now here's the money. And Rav Chatzkil looks at him and he says, what are you talking about? He says, remember two months ago, a year and two months ago, I, I borrowed money. Here it is. I supposed to be back in two months. I, I'm sorry I did it, but now I have it. Here it is. He says, what are you talking about? The co-signer paid back in full. Hashem was the co-signer. He paid back. The rich man said, what are you talking about? I owe you money though. I want to pay you back. He says, Hashem paid me back in full. You don't owe me anything. I owe you. No, you don't. I owe you. No, you don't. Okay. Let's go to Beit Din. And they go to the Rebbe Berdichev's Beit Din. And they're fighting back and forth. I owe you money. No, you don't. I owe you money. No, you don't. Who sees such a court case? I owe you in the fighting. If they really owe money, you don't owe me anything. You owe me, you owe me nothing, nothing. It's all yours. Couldn't believe it. And Rav Levi Yitzhak Berdichev, when he saw such a beautiful fight, he said, why don't we give the money to Tzedakah? And that's what they did. They gave the money to charity. And that's the first story with Rav Chatzkil, seeing how yashar, how straight he was when it came to Dinei Mamunot, when it came to monetary matters. The second story, Rav Chatzkil was once in a store. And the man walks in, he buys something from the store, and as he's putting his hand in his pocket, a large bill of 200 ruble fell out. He didn't know. He pays, he walks out, and he comes back around half hour later, and he sees that he doesn't have the rubles with him. He says, did anyone find the 200 rubles? I was here, I had it, and now I don't know where it is. I, I, did anyone find my 200 rubles? It was found by the merchant himself. But he denied finding it. Rav Chatzkil was in the store. He saw everything. 
He saw the man put his hand in his pocket. He saw the money fall. He saw the merchant pick it up without the man noticing. And he saw the man come back and ask for his money. So he goes to the man and he says, how much did you lose? If you want me to return it, I have to make sure that I found your amount that you lost. He says, I lost 200 ruble. Great. He puts his hand in his pocket and Rav Chatzkil hands him 200 ruble. Here it is. Here is your money. It really wasn't his money. That's not the money that he found. The merchant had his money. And the merchant seeing this. And he knows that he has the 200 rubles. And Rav Chatzkil is taking as if he's the one that found it. And he says, this is yours. Enjoy. Wow, thank you so much for returning my money. I really appreciate it. No problem. A while later, Rav Chatzkil gets a knock on his door. It's the merchant. And the merchant feels so bad. He's like, wow, I can't believe what you did. You know that you're not the one that found the money. Here's the 200 ruble. I found the money. It's, this is the guy's money. You, 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 you gave him the money as if you're the one that found it. And I know you went out of pocket on that. Here's the 200 ruble. He goes to Rav Chatzka. He says, what are you talking about? He says, the money that you said you found, you didn't find anything. I found it. And you're the one that said you found it and you went out of pocket. Because I don't know what you're talking about. You don't owe me anything. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. And you go to Beit and they go to Rav Levi Yitzchak Mibedichev's Beit Din. And again, he sees them fighting. I owe you money. No, you don't. I owe you money. No, you don't. I owe you. No, you don't. And they agree to give the money to Tzedakah. And that's the second unbelievable story, seeing how straight, how Yashar Rav Chatzkil is when it comes to money. The third story. There was a man that lived in the town with Rav Chatzkil. And after he got married shortly afterwards, he unfortunately wasn't able to provide for his wife. So he decided that he's going to go on a business venture. He's going to go start up something somewhere else. And Be'ezat Hashem will come back and he'll be able to provide for his family financially. But before he leaves, he tells his wife, how is he going to leave her with no money? So he tells her, listen, across the street, Rav Chatzkil owes me money. Go to him and take half a ruble every day, every week, whatever it is. And then little by little, just tell him that you can take from what you owe me and you'll just take it off of that debt. She says, great. She believed him. Rav Chatzkil didn't owe this guy anything. But he was hoping to push her off that she'll believe it and uh, and that he's not going to leave uh, with an embarrassment with his wife uh, with, uh, without having any money. So he leaves. His wife goes across the street. She knocks on the door. Rav Chatzkil opens. And the lady says, I, her husband... Uh, is owed money, and he asked that every uh, day she could, she should come and she should ask uh, Rav Chatzkel for half a ruble. Rav Chatzkel has no clue what she's talking about. He never let that guy any money. He doesn't owe him a penny. But he realized there was some type of scam over here, and she's innocently thinking that she's owed money. So he says, oh, that's your husband? Great. Can, can, can I give you half a ruble every day? That, we can take that off the debt? Perfect. Okay, no problem. You got it. Every day? You know, uh, can I just give you this amount every week? And he, uh, can I give you double on Erev Shabbat for your Shabbat? Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. We'll work like that. <laughs> and every single week he's sending the lady money. And this is going on for who knows how long. And after finally many years, the husband comes back. He's thinking his wife realized she was scammed. Her husband dipped. They don't leave her a dollar. And he comes back. He's thinking that his wife's going to scream at him. I dare you do that. And he sees everything's fine. She's great. She has money. She's financially doing well. She has food. She's doing great. He said, what, 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 what happened over here? 
What would happen? Oh, just to let you know, I, I went to Rav Chatzko, and uh, every day and every week he was giving me money, like you said, and I have the tab over here, exactly how much I got. Oh, good, good. Great. Give, give me the paper. He goes across the street. I'm so sorry, Rabbi. You, I can't believe you're giving my wife money. He's giving my wife money all the time. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, the G that used to come to you and every single week you were giving her money. Because I don't know what you're talking about. You don't owe me anything. Of course, I owe you money. I, I, my wife is telling me that she's taking you every single week. I owe you money. You don't owe me anything. I owe you. Yes, you do. No, you don't. No, 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 no. Back and forth. And they go to the Rav Levi Yitzchak Mibertichev for the third time. And they're fighting. I owe you money. No, you don't. I owe you money. No, you don't. And they agree to give it to Tzedakah. And Rav Levi Yitzchak Mibertichev says, Look how honest. Look what kind of tzaddik we had. Look what kind of tzaddik we lost. One of the questions that a person is asked after 120. Were you honest in business? Were you straight in life? How are you when it comes to monetary dealings? And that is the lesson that he was teaching them. For us to realize how important it is to continue working on our emunah and to make sure that everything that we are doing is going to be yashar, smooth, straight, in the eyes of the Torah. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.